Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte. For those of you that are tuning in online, WGNCRadio.com, thank you so much for doing so. Tonight at 7 o'clock, Lineberger Stadium, the South Point Red Raiders take on the Kings Mountain Mountaineers and Big South Conference football. Scott Neisler will be on the call, of course, Corky Franks, the guy at the other side of the table, he'll be doing color analysis for the game on Friday night. Is that what you call it? <laughs> it depends on who's listening, right? Well, it's, it's, color, it's colorful. It's colorful, okay. It's very okay. colorful, yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what color sometimes. Well, right. and, and they analyze stuff, um, and, and sometimes it's actually football. Yeah. I know that because I heard the other night coming home from Rock Hill. So. Yep, I listened to uh, when you went to the Charlotte Christian game. Oh, yeah, that yeah, That was yeah. a good one. Yeah. I, I listened to the whole thing. It's, a, it's entertaining, right? Very, very. Yeah. yeah. Enjoyable. I like Scott a lot better than I like Brian, too, so. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? <laughs> Especially. <laughs> so, yeah, it, that's going to be a heck of a game tonight. Oh, that place will be packed. Yeah, I hope so. Because, I mean, they don't what, – what do they end up with? Four home games? Three or four home games? Yeah, four home four. games this year. Yeah, that's not many. No. And not looking like you're going to get a playoff game either. They got they a tough road, man. Their 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 schedule. I mean, it was hard to begin with. Now it's really heating up. You know, we had uh, Coach Heron on yesterday. Wasn't he on Indeed. yesterday? And, and you know, one thing he said about South Point was, you know, you look at their three losses, they could have won all three of those games, and they could be six and zero right now as well. You know, I mean, they had that that Crest team. They were up thirty five to fourteen. Had them on the ropes, cuz. I mean, in. And then, I mean, that's how explosive that offense really was. I'm on the radio saying you got to go for the juggler. I mean, you got to you got to put as many points on them as you can, put the pressure on those guys. I woke up that next morning because I went to bed thinking, oh, wow, 35-14, they got this one in the bag. Yeah. And I'm an old man. I can't stay up late. So yeah. when I woke up the next morning and saw that score, I thought it was a joke. I couldn't believe it. There's, but It's like when I woke up the, uh, the, the Saturday before that, Checking the scores to see how we did with the pick six, and I saw the Hunter Huss South Point score. Yeah, Dude, yeah. I about fell out of the chair. I, I looked at three different sites. I thought it was a typo. I really did. I thought it was wrong. Listen, man, though, I'm telling you know, and 
you know, South Southwest, they're in the county championship for the fourth year in a row. Fourth year in a row and have won three out of the last or four out of the last six or whatever. And guess where all them dudes go, man? Yeah. They all go to Huss. I yep. mean, they got guys. They got guys. I mean, like it, it does, I mean, I'm like you, Corky. Did it surprise me a little bit of the score that morning that they lost to Huss a little bit? But then I think, no, they got they got guys. Because you see those kids before they get yeah. there. Yeah. And, I mean, they had one of the best players we faced uh, in every sport two years ago. He goes by the nickname Z-Man. Yeah. He came from York Chester. <laughs> he's over at Huss. Yeah. And he scored against South Point. He's just a sophomore. Yeah, they got two more years of seeing that guy. He's a, he's a man. Yeah, I hope that place is packed tonight. Yeah. I hope it's a good game. Too. Well, and it will be packed. Oh yeah, we, we know that. And and here's look, you could flip a coin against Charlotte Christian. Okay, you really could have flipped a coin Absolutely. in that game. In fact, if I recall, it was pretty split into who was going to win that game when we were doing the pick six. Mm. Okay, to lose to Charlotte Christian, not a problem. To lose to Crest. I don't think there was anybody, okay, especially when he went through his hoedown last week. You hear that? There, there, was, there was nobody. <laughs> Wasn't that great? There That's was great. nobody. I might come up with one this week. That thought that Crest was going to lose to South Point. And then all of a sudden, Quirky does the baby face turn yeah. and goes back to South Point saying that they're going to win the game. Oh, you did that? Yeah. Oh, you didn't catch that part. I heard the first one. Oh, you no. heard the first one and turned it off. That was a ruse. You know what? I'm going to tell you a really quick story about Jimmy the Greek Snyder. Right. Okay. I'm gonna, and I'm going to tie it into. Just please our, make sure it's not that story about Jimmy the Greek Snyder. No, no, no. no. Okay. Thank you. The story was. <laughs> Hold on. The, the story was <clears throat> that Jimmy the Greek at, at you know, Kentucky Derbies and big, you know, big races like that, as soon as the horse would come through, he would always pull out the winning ticket so everybody could see him that he, that he picked the right ticket, picked the right horse. And then it come to find out that he would intentionally bet on every horse. So he had the I always ticket. had the winning ticket. So he's done now. So Corky now is cutting two promos so of hoedowns. Hedge. So he knows which one he, he's got. Which, whichever way the wind's blowing, he's got the right hoedown to go to. Is that oh, what I'm hearing? Yeah, I'm going to cover myself for sure. <laughs> I'll straddle the fence in a minute <laughs> and acknowledge it. Yeah. So we've had homage, homage. Homage. We've talked Kentucky, Georgia football. Right. And I just put a Jimmy the Greek Snyder reference to our beloved shirtless wonder over here. Yeah. And you're wearing a South Dakota Jackrabbit. I mean, where where else? What other sports show where else? brings you all these in the matter of 45 minutes. I know. You know, someone called me a shirtless wonder a couple of days ago. Just oh throwing God. it out there. <laughs> Brian, get the button ready. I know. I know. <laughs> that comes on Sunday at 9 o'clock, and that's no, on another was, station yeah. actually it was on iHeartRadio. Actually, it was Tuesday night about 1030. Hello. <laughs> you are on the air. <laughs> we should do a podcast about that. Oh, God. It'd be good, wouldn't it? A podcast about... Yeah, like the Dr. Ruth or something. Oh, no. Wouldn't it be good? Well, there's, like, <laughs> well, there's already the Golden Bachelor on TV. Is that what you're you going to apply for that show next? All depends on what the payday is. <laughs> Drop Survivor and go for the Golden Bachelor? Yeah. If it pays enough, I'll do it. <clears throat> Bring us back on the track, Brian. Sorry. I don't know that I can. We were um, talking about the uh, high school game tonight, I believe, and then we went we, we sideways. Did. But, I mean, the reality is, is – 
the game that look would I I, I want to make sure that I get this accurately. Would there be any measure of anxiety, maybe any measure of I don't want to say panic because I don't think it's panic, but would there be any sort of okay, where are we with this football team in Belmont if you hadn't have lost the Hus game? Because you should have beaten Hus. Sure. I'm, I'm sorry. You should have beaten Hus. Yep. You can say what you want to about Charlotte Christian losing that game, winning that game. To me, that was a flip of the coin. It was a non-conference game, all that stuff. I would have never guessed, A, that South Point was going to beat Crest just because of the offensive dynamic in place there and said so much on the show. And I also would have never thought that you would have had 110 points that were scored in that contest. And I think anytime you're looking at 110 points scored in a ball game, that's never going to go South Point's way, typically. Save that of the Dudley game from a couple years right. back. But yep. you add all of these pieces together, the South Point loss to Hunter Huss is the one that's really going to sting. So, yeah, when you talk about – whether there's going to be playoff football at Lineberger Stadium this year, it's going to be that Hus game that really does create the problem as to whether or not they get you know get that opportunity. And and, and it could have very well gone by the boards with that loss yeah. to Hus. Now, if they beat Kings Mountain tonight, yeah. that's going to send a seismic rift through the Big South Conference, no and it's going to put them right back on schedule now to possibly seeing some some playoff games in Lineberger Stadium. And so there's tremendous upside there. Sure. And tell me tell me I'm wrong thinking this way. When I saw the schedule at the beginning of the year before they had even snapped one ball and I saw Kings Mountain and we, we heard straight Heron was taking over that program and didn't you think, man, South Point's got a that's a that's not gonna be an easy game. But then then <clears throat> you watch him play Crest as tough as they did. I mean, yeah, they lost, but my God, they they had them in the ropes. They yeah. Scored a lot of points on them. Now I'm thinking, well, they could go up there. They they could go next door here to to Limeburger Stadium and win tonight. I'm, I'm telling you right now, after watching them play last yeah. week, I'm picking them tonight. Right. I'll go ahead and I'll let that cat out of the bag. That's what I'm saying. I, but, but but I'm saying, coach, at the beginning of the season, when you look at all, you, when you realize Crest has 20 of 22 starters coming back and they're loaded, yes. I'm like, someone's not going to beat them. Right. Then you got Coach Heron coming in. He's got something to prove. Yeah. You already know that's an uphill battle yeah. for anybody who plays them. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. You th at the beginning of the year, you're thinking, South wow. South Point's three. That's what you're thinking. Yeah. Sorry. Right. You're just being and, objective. And Brian's right. I think at the beginning of the year, we think, well, we'll they'll win the Husk game. They'll win the Ashbrook game. So now, you know, Ashbrook's not – you know, they got guys. Well, I know. And, and that – think about what – even at the beginning of the year, I would have never guessed that there was a possibility that the Battle of the Bell in the final regular season game of the year might have playoff implications to it. But the way this thing is going, if Huss continues to run the table, if Ashbrook continues to run the table, save that of the games that they're probably not going to win, okay, this is a club – that could be these are two clubs that could be facing off against each other with a possible playoff berth on the line. To me, that's crazy talk. Yeah. yeah. Especially <laughs> as badly as Ashbrook looked in the first part of the year. Right. And and they went like we talked about them. They were one of the most intriguing stories in this upcoming football season. And three weeks into it, boom, that train just and and just they lost all the cargo and everything. 
Could it be now that they're starting to find their sea legs and get back on track? We'll, we'll certainly find out. I don't think they're going to have a problem tonight. I think Ashbrook's going to win. I think Huss is going to win. I think they're going to continue to build that momentum. You know, I went back yesterday and listened to uh, <clears throat> Coach Rothwell from when he came on the show yesterday, day before. What, what, that was whatever, Wednesday. Yeah, whatever day it was this week. And I didn't realize he had so many sophomores starting. I mean, talk about turning a program around. I mean, he's got all, he don't have a bunch of seniors. He's starting over. And I, I just I, I didn't pay attention. He said that when he was live on the show. And I went back and listened. I said, you know what? They got a chance at, at building something special over there, don't they? You know, are they going to win the conference championship anytime soon? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? However, I think it's good, man. I like to see all these schools compete. Don't you, Coach? Oh, absolutely. South Point's got a ton of sophomores starting yeah. right now. And that that group that's starting there were eighth graders when we played over at Huss, Huss's Stadium against Southwest and only lost uh, by one touchdown. Yeah. I mean, that was a battle. And yep. so now you see why Huss has some guys. And, <clears throat> yeah. You know, Hod yes, Hodge has a horrible, horribly tough schedule this year already. Yeah. Uh, he's It's tough, no doubt. But he's also got a bunch of guys that's going to be around for another two years that are gaining a lot of experience. They're not going anywhere. To my knowledge, my my sources tell me, and my sources are Pruitt. <laughs> my sources tell me. <laughs> hey, good job there, Stephen A. You like that? <clears throat> my sources tell me they're healthy. They don't have a lot of injuries, you know, tonight. They, everybody's ready to go. I don't think they're battling with any kind of real, uh, you know, injury bug or anything like that. I think a few of them were sick throughout the, the week. They were passing some uh, – flu-like symptoms around yeah. but i think they're gonna be good to go tonight and i'm i'm with you corky i'm, I'm picking south point i, I think really am gonna, i think they're gonna you know me i'm hard on them well here's the thing you can and i've said this a hundred times to my players you can play bad and win and you can play good and lose and i think south point played good against crest and i think that's given them some you know they they know they can do it they know they can put points on yeah. the board they got to tighten up on defense obviously but they won't see a on offense tonight like they get saw against Crest, that's for sure. I tell you what they hadn't seen either. A yeah. defense like Kings Mountain has. Agreed. Giving up eight points a game. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? But but that's an offense that can chew the clock, control the ball. They'll they'll be fine to get two, three yards of carry and, and go into <clears throat> the end of the first quarter up six to nothing or whatever. I mean Let me ask you this. Yeah. I'm not saying somebody's gonna out coach anybody. I'm just saying that pretty good coaches in the game oh, tonight. These are two these are two really good head coaches going at each other tonight, man. Okay. And staff, they're sure their staff is, too. <clears throat> Do you not think when Coach Heron got that job, one of the first things he did was start, start studying film on South Point? Yeah. Sure, because they're the top of the conference. Right, why wouldn't he? Yeah, but he'd be crazy if he didn't. Especially when you don't see an offense like that, but once a year, you've got to be, you, you know, you got to change your whole. Do you not think he's got something dialed up for them? Right. Where they're not going to get four yards a pop? Sure. Where he's going to make them throw the football tonight? Sure. I'm just saying. Yeah. Do you think that's make, possible? What, time out. You said make? Yeah. South Point throw the football? Yeah. Yeah. Define make. Stop the run. Yeah. Three but, and out. But, okay. But, but okay, so let's let's put together an over-under of times South Point's going to throw the ball tonight. Because I think you One. just made an – <laughs> You just made a very intriguing statement. What's the score? I don't I don't know that there's a defense Zero. out there that's going to force South Point to throw the football. You go three and out about three times a row, you better start throwing it. Or if they you know, they go they're My point exactly. They're gonna that, take away the dive or they're gonna take away 
the pitch. Okay, are those guys are they fast enough to get outside? Right. Of, that's all I'm saying. We had a problem against. We couldn't so, do that against Southwest. That's last, why we didn't score. Last week they got outside on those on those pitches because they had great blocking out front. Sure. Somebody picked up the block. Yep. Okay. They were able to pop it free. But, but I'm just doing the middle math here. We got to go to break because we'll continue this conversation on the other side of the break. You're telling me, this is what I've heard out of this segment. You're both picking South Point. Okay. That's yeah. the first thing I heard, which now goes into the cause and effect. You're telling me that Kings Mountain is going to try to force South Point to throw the football. You but you're picking South Point, which tells me, you you're telling me, there's no way that Kings Mountain's going to be able to stop South Point. Wrong. Really? Yeah. So you, then you're telling me they're going to have to throw I'm, the football. Let me tell you So why, you're telling me they're going to throw the football I'm tonight. telling you why. I'm going to tell you why I think South Point will, will win tonight. Because I think Kings Mountain's going to come in here jacked up on emotion, trying to prove a point, trying to be arrogant and cocky and all that stuff. And I think Coach Hodge and his coaching staff does a great job of keeping his kids grounded. And I think they're going to grind it out. And they're probably going to have a couple three and outs. They're probably going to have to throw the football about six times tonight, complete a couple passes, loosen that defense up. I think it's going to be a low-scoring ball game, 17-10 ball game, something like that. And South Point wins. That's what I think. Okay. All right. You've said two very compelling things, and we're going we're gonna to work on that when we come back on the other side of this break. I can't wait for this next segment. We'll be back in just a bit on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. 
Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Cannot wait for this next segment, so I'm going to go ahead and knock this out. Rebels Contracting Service has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting Services, they're now hiring, looking for site superintendents, electricians, drywall and ceiling installers, and medical imaging install technicians. Revels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, insurance, 401k, they got it. If you're looking to change gears in your life, you may want to contact Revels Contracting. You can look them up online at www.revelscontracting.com or you can call them at 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Give Jason Crisp a call. At Revels Contracting Services, 704-864-2000. Revels Contracting Services, a proud partner of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Okay, let's get right into it. Turn up two and four. We're good to go. All right. You dropped a number. Yeah. Six pass attempts. Yep. For South Point. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So let's let's go with that as the over under because I, I've got, I want to peel off and, and ask a question to make a point here in just a moment. You made a great point during the break, so I'm going to change my score, but I'm sticking with that. Okay, <clears throat> all right. Six pass attempts. Yep. G over under. I'm gonna go under. You're gonna go under. Okay. Now you're saying something in that. I know. Okay. I know what you're getting ready to say, but you go ahead. Corky Franks. Do you do you think six is what they're what we're going to see over or under tonight? Tonight, I think it's I think I think six. Yeah, right on the money. Right on the money. Okay, it's written down. We'll find out. Okay, we'll know about 10, 10 o'clock tonight, won't we? All right. I think it's I think <laughs> it's going to be an under. Okay, I definitely don't think it's going to be over, and here's why. Okay, everything that I've heard you gentlemen say, okay, tells me this. For South Point to only throw the ball six times, or as G said, less, that means they controlled the line of scrimmage. That means that they were serviceable enough in the run game, which is what they want to do to begin with. The sign of vulnerability, the sign of problems for South Point offensively is when they do have to throw the football. 
here is the thing that I have to say. If they are not having to throw the football, they're in control offensively, which tells me that things are going just fine with the run game, and so therefore they're going to put up some points. I think the higher the score tonight, the more it benefits South Point, which is ironic because I think that the Kings Mountain offense is run considerably more similar to South Point than the Crest offense. I think the Crest offense really believed that they could just outrace South Point. Kings Mountain may not necessarily have that same offensive dynamic. So for me, South Point's going to have to get into the mid-20s, maybe even close to 30, to win this game tonight. If you're talking like a 17-10 game, if this game finishes up 17-10, Kings Mountain's on the winning side of it. I'm fully convinced <clears throat> of that. Well, that's not going to change my score. Okay. But I think, I think it's, it's going to be under 40 points. I do. I really, yeah, yeah, me too. I really do. I think it's going to be you under 40. You both think under 40. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I said 17-10. I'm, I'm going to correct that. I, more like maybe like a 21-17, 24-17. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be somewhere around 40 points. I think so. Look at this, Brian. It's not like Kings Mountain's really explosive on offense. They average 261 offensive yards a game. That is it. I understand. Yes, 91 sir. passing, 170 rushing yards a game. I understand all. But that. I'm telling you, Coach Heron is going to have he's going to have a defensive scheme dialed up, and he's going to stop that run. Right. And I feel like South Point will come out and intentionally, intentionally throw the ball five, six times tonight to loosen them up. If they do that, then it's going to go over 40, and South Point's going to run free. I think so. But if they don't throw it over six times, I don't know, man. I mean, it's toss up, isn't it? Okay. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. Well, I think the higher the number. South Point averages 338 rushing yards a game. 45 yards passing a game. Okay. 382 yards a game versus 261 yards a game. Okay. And I'm – But I think that Kings Mountain's defense and their athleticism on defense is going to hold – that's going to hold South Point. I and, really think so. Well, so – if that's the case. And, and I think the test that the defensive secondary from South Point had last week against Crest gave those young guys, like Coach G was talking about, gave those young guys confidence. Now they know they can run. Dude, if you can run and hang with them guys from Crest, you can run with anybody. Okay. I think the defense is going to be more confident tonight. One uh, one of my sources. Yep. Not Pruitt. Yep. Not Pruitt. Okay. One of my sources. He's not a good source anyway. Nah, he's a great source. He's a good dude. <laughs> From the high school, I shall remain nameless. He's had decades of coaching experience. Decades. Okay. That, only, he, that only shrinks it down to about a half dozen to eight people. But, right. But okay. Right. And he said. And the same guy that talks to you like you're an eight-year-old kid. But no, go ahead. No, it's not. It's not. It's one of my buddies. All right. And he said, he said that that Crest offense was the best offense he'd ever seen in North Carolina high school. They're unreal, dude. And we and we hung with them. I'm t listen, I said on the air last week. It, it, go ahead, Brian. But he said the best offense. Offense. Yeah. Look. That's still. Sosby, I mean, come on. Sosby <laughs> understands we don't have to be watertight defensively. We can outrun people on the offensive side of the football. I don't think Crest was phased at all by the fact that South Point put up 40 points. Now, they put up 49, which was more than I thought they were going to put up. I thought South Point was going to be able to get into the 30s, okay? 
What they did was a little more than I thought. I don't think Crest was phased by that because they knew that they were going to be able to put up points against South Point's defense. Here's the thing. If South Point has that measure of success offensively against Kings Mountain, this is going to be a very different narrative. I just don't know that South Point's going to be able to put that sort of offensive potency on the board against this Kings Mountain defense. I think the front of the Kings Mountain defense looks very different than Crest. And I think King, I think Crest almost plays defense like a lot of Big 12 schools do. You want to score 40 on us? That's fine, because we're getting ready to roll you for 50. And <clears> we're going we're gonna to outrace you to the end of the game. I don't think Kings Mountain's built that way offensively. I think they predicate what they do offensively on the fact that they are good defensively. And I think it's going to be very difficult for South Point to put up those sorts of offensive numbers against Kings Mountain. Coach G getting his hoe down ready. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what? I'm going to make one prediction. Yeah. You know what it's going to come down to tonight? What's that? Charlie Burt Whistle is going to win that game tonight. Get, get a little redemption? I do. I think he, I think he's ready. Hey, let, let's do this. Let, go back and look at the uh, Kings Mountain Burns game, okay? Okay. Burns shut Kings Mountain down the second half. They didn't score. Got a safety. Okay. Which is oxymoronic. But you understand what I'm saying. They got a safety, all right? Right. But they stopped their offense. They didn't score the second half. I'm with you. I'm telling you, man. I really believe – I may be, I, mean, I think Coach Heron and his guys are going to come in here highly emotional. I think their defense, their, their defense will play lights out. I think they'll have something for South Point. I think they'll force them to grind it out. The clock's going to tick and tick and tick and tick and tick. and <laughs> It's going to be a low-scoring game. I think the defense from South Point played well enough last week. They had some confidence. Those young guys were step for step. It wasn't like they were getting beat by 10 yards. They, they were step for step. They got confidence. I think it's going to be a low-scoring ball game. And a team as talented as South Point to lose to Huss, to lose to Charlotte Christian, and to lose to Crest, they're going to win a big game. Yeah. And I think this is this is the yeah, start of it. I think I, they, so. They're not going to just – this. you can't be that talented and just not – you're going to have to – Pick it up one one time, uh, pull one out, and I think tonight's tonight, especially at home. When they only got four home games, they're going to do something at home So tonight. give me a score then. Score tonight? Okay. Before you say it, Go just ahead. remember. What would you, you say? I'm going to say 21-17. The Burns-Kings Mountain score was 23-14. I'm going to say 28-21. Okay. No, I can't say that because then Burt Whistle didn't kick a field goal. I want to But you could say 27-21. 27-21. That could, I like that That includes better. a couple of there field goals. There you go. I like that. Yeah, okay. thank you. So you're kind of making my point. Yeah. So they're going to have to be in the upper 20s to win this game. Yeah. Okay. And you don't think that's going to happen, do you? It's okay. Now you now we're, now it's your pick, Brian. Well, I, I'm I'm going to save it. Okay. 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 Because I want to I want to get the panel out of the way. All okay. Right. Because we got four panelists. Brandon Strupp, Joe Hughes, Richard Walker, Austin Robinson, okay? Now, here's what they've got. I'm going to go through the picks, the pick six this week, and give you everything that they've got. The panelists for South Point and Kings Mountain are dead split on this, okay? <clears throat> the South Point-Kings Mountain game, Brandon Strupp, Austin Robinson, are picking South Point. Joe Hughes, Richard Walker, picking Kings Mountain. Okay? Okay. This thing, 
by the sound of this, this is going to be a split. This one's going to, this one's going to create some distance in the standings. Okay, so Brandon and Austin are going with South Point. Joe and Walker are going with King. I mean, with they're going with Kings Mountain. I can go ahead and say I think Austin and myself are picking from our heart. Maybe some of the other guys are picking from their head. Corky's picking from his head. Corky doesn't pick from his heart. Nope. Because he doesn't have one. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I'll admit, me and Call Austin. Me the Grinch. Yeah. I'll admit, me and Austin are probably picking with our heart. But it, but when you're a fan and you I'm think, not, I know you don't. You 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 to, you go right down the middle. You said you're a. You, what do you say? You sat on the fence. Yeah. You're not gonna. No. You're not a homer. I no, am. Ain't happening. I am. Austin is too, and I'm proud of that. That's okay. Okay. All right. So. Ashbrook versus Stuart Kramer. Okay. Ashbrook has been picked across the board by the panel. Everybody's picking Ashbrook. Cherryville Highland Tech. Everybody's picking Cherryville. Okay. So that's the high school side of this covered. The only the only thing we have that split at all is the South Point Kings Mountain game. Gee, I'll bring you into this one. All right. Notre Dame Louisville. The know. game being played in Louisville. Notre Dame. Okay. The panel, Notre Dame across the board. Yeah. Okay. Notre Dame across the board by the panel. Okay. Texas, Oklahoma. This is our tiebreaker game. Across the board, Texas, the winner. I'm going Oklahoma. Okay. That's intriguing. The tiebreaker. You ready for this? Brandon. Texas, 54 points scored. Joe Hughes, Texas, 67 points scored. Austin Robinson, Texas, 67 points scored. Walker, Texas, 62 points scored. That's what we got, okay? The Lions-Panthers, Lions across the board with the panel. Definitely. Okay, I think we see that. Yep. Brandon Strupp has East Lincoln winning his extra point. Joe has Burns winning his extra point. Walker, East Lincoln with his extra point. Austin Robinson, Hunter Huss with his extra point. Ooh. Ooh, okay. You like that? Huh. Some good games this week, man. High school and college and pro. Right. So, Hunter Huss is pick to win. Now that game, I want to make sure I'm using my notes here. Huss is traveling to Forest View. Oh, so yeah. again, win. I don't think that's a considerable reach. I think that's a pretty solid pick for Hunter Huss to beat Forest View on the road. I agree. Chris Medlin still looking for career win 100 got, for get, the Jaguars. Got a little inside information. He might have got jinxed a couple, weeks, right. <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Better keep that... <laughs> All right, so G, yeah. from from everything from the panel, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't disagree with anything except I'm picking Oklahoma. That's my only. What is it about Oklahoma that you like here? I, it's I like Oklahoma had a big game last week. They scored a lot of points. They seem to be firing. They're stop. They're stopping people now for you know Venerable's defense is starting to come into fold. And I think Texas, I think they, I think they shot the moon when they beat Alabama and Tuscaloosa. I don't think they'll do it twice. I don't think they'll have. Uh, they just, they just one of those teams. I just, I just don't trust them. Okay. 
and I think it's time for Venables to get a good to get a good win. He needs one. This will be a big, you know, big stage for him. They're rolling. I could be completely wrong. I'm going with Oklahoma. Okay. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take our final break. Then we're going to come back with Corky and I's picks. We're going to really kind of mash out. Well, we've got Hoedown too. Hopefully you'll have the music squared away. Okay. So we got that. This ought to be really intriguing. This, this could be a big week in deciding where separation lies in the standings of the pick six. We'll cover it. We come back in just a bit on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to home outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned home outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? 
by getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Of course, today, Glenn Beck on at 9 o'clock, Clay and Buck at 12 noon, Sean Hannity at 3, 7 o'clock tonight. You want to tune in for this one, AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNCRadio.com. The Mountaineers taking on the South Point Red Raiders at Lineberger Stadium. Ironically enough, the mayor of Kings Mountain, Scott Neisler, doing the play-by-play of the game. Corky Franks, the mayor of the South Point area. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, not at all. You don't want that? No, don't give me that title. You don't now, want if I lived in the city limits, I'd be you... the mayor of Belmont, hands down. That's a fact. I don't care who's running. You sell them signs, they just wasted their money. I would be the mayor. Wouldn't even put a sign out. I go door to door. I can see the headlines now. Scandal rock small North Carolina <laughs> town. Shirtless mayor removed. Yes. Shirtless mayor removed for stealing money. <laughs> for, no, for it la- wouldn't be that. Laundry no, money. It wouldn't be that. It'd be, it'd be inappropriate comments. Uh, shirtless <laughs> mayor sent to HR. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> Three times in one day. I know where HR is in Gaston <laughs> County Schools. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. They got a seat for me. Well, I'm working on this hoedown. It's feeling good. I can tell. It's feeling good. I can see the smoke coming out yeah, of your ears. I'm getting ready. I yeah. got a good one for you. I can't wait. I got one. I, okay. All right. So you you going to get you a hoedown, Brian? No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sans the hoedown. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Did you um, have a Santa Claus joke yesterday? Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I missed it. Okay. I'll tell you later. All right. We, we won't revisit that, Brian. So let's, let's go ahead and get. Oh, I got to get this thing ready. We're not going to break anymore. No. I'm, I'm going to have to do it on the fly. Yeah. Okay. You ready? So he, he, well, he looked on. at me like John Devine looked at him. Well, Just, let's. You see what he did to me? Yeah, like yeah, you idiot. <laughs> Look, there's there's two picks in Clown. particular that we want to save for the last. Okay. The tiebreaker pick, and then obviously South Point Kings Mountain, which we've already kind of heard who you're going with. We've also kind of heard who G's going with. But let's go ahead and and, and let's knock out Ashbrook Kramer. Any no. any chatter about that one? Ashbrook, Stuart Cr- No, I'm taking Ashbrook. Okay, as am I. Cherry- <laughs> Cherryville Highland Tech. Cherryville. Cherryville. Okay, I'm good with that one. Panthers, Lions. Lions. Yep, Detroit. Okay. Their coach is crazy. I love he? him. I do too, man. Love him. Yeah. I, I watch that hard knocks. He's awesome. Yeah. I'd play for that guy in a heart. I'd, want, yeah. I'd hire him in a heart. Oh, rugged guy, man. talks a little crap, backs it up. But he's not like – He's he's just having fun. Yeah, he's not like a, you know, a mean. You know, he doesn't have that mean. Everything's negative. Yeah, look, he he's just is intense, but he's positively intense. Yeah, that's the thing. High energy. I love it. Yeah, love it. Okay. Notre Dame, Louisville. I'm picking Notre Dame. Irish, definitely. I, I want to pick Louisville so bad. That way, man. Just because it's Notre Dame. However, in the 
Notre Dame seven point favorite. In the hierarchy, <clears throat> I, I know. In the hierarchy of teams that I am not fond of, okay. Notre Dame has a place on that table. Louisville has a profound place on that table. You, you don't like either one of them. You, no. Okay. <laughs> but I dislike Louisville even more. Yeah, you're a Kentucky being a, guy. a UK yeah, guy. Yeah, you're okay? a Wildcat. So, as far as I'm concerned, Louisville Cardinals. Um, Notre Dame's going to win that game. Yeah, they will. Okay, absolutely. So, my extra point tonight is Crest. That's mine too. Yeah, look. See I, here. I get a I get a chance to watch him tonight. I, I hate to pick him because I like Coach Rothwell. I do too. Yeah, I, he I said do. he listens to the show every morning. Really? Yeah, I, I do too. We've been. I picked him several times this year, hadn't I? Yes. Picked him to beat Ashbrook. But you and I both did. When when you hear things batted around like this is the best offensive team I have seen in, in high school football in a coach's lifetime. Yeah. Okay. That's that's a different level. Right. That's a different level. And I get a chance to watch it. And, and to be honest with you, the first time that I saw a type of offense like this was from the Leak brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, watching Chris Leak throw the ball all over the yeah. foot, football field. I saw him at the against Shrine. Ashbrook. I saw him at the Shrine Bowl down in Rock Hill. Years ago. Yeah. I mean, this was something else. I mean, it was it was really unbelievable to watch that offense do work. Um, so I'm excited to see what this incarnation of offense looks like. Um, very excited about it. I'm, I'm going to try to make a point to go see Coach Sosby, thank him for being on the show the time that he has, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work and I'm going to do my job, but I'm going to also be keeping a, a keen eye on what this club does offensively. And if I'm as impressed with them as a lot of you guys have been with them, then <clears throat> it's there's going to be high accolades being thrown around on Monday. So that's my extra point. Let's let's get into this Texas-Oklahoma game. Corky, who you got? I'm, I'm going to take Texas. I know Coach G wants Oklahoma to win. I'm going to take Texas. Okay. All right. I'm really glad that G said what he said. Okay. And 62 is my number. I think I said that the other day, but 62 is my you number. You are the third person in this panel to pick Texas at 62 points. That is unheard of. And it's not like you guys are chatting it up or anything. I got these numbers two days ago. No, because as soon as you gave me the picks, I wrote them down to circle them in. Right. <clears throat> what about that, G? Show notes. Okay. I like it. Look at you. <laughs> so here's the separator. Boomer Sooner, 59 points. I'm going with Oklahoma. Hey. I'm going with Oklahoma. I like it. I think they're going to get it done. Okay. We'll have something to text about over the weekend, Brian. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Because I'm certainly not going to text you about the, <laughs> the, the Kentucky-Georgia game. That's not going to happen. Uh, and, unless something. Unless you're leading at Unless halftime. something really crazy happens. Yeah, um, like South Carolina did. I'm the only guy that's picked Oklahoma in this thing. So, as far as the panel goes, um, I got a chance to make a game up or, or to stretch the lead out a little bit on some of you guys. So, no, right we're, there. We're going to be tied. Um, we're going to be tied again tonight. Yeah. Okay. I'm going 7-0, and baby. I feel it. 7-0 and again. Okay. My extra game. Can I shout this out from yeah. south of yeah, the border? Let's, let's go. My extra game tonight 
is Rock Hill Bearcats at Fort Mill because my son and daughter went to Rock Hill. Lisa's son and daughter went to Fort Mill. Ooh, you got a family battle. You got a family battle. Where's that game being played? Is it, did it stick, it's at Fort three? Mill. No. At Fort Mill. At Fort Mill. Ooh. And, and, and I'm, I'm heading that way in just a little while. Yep. That could be fun. Rock Hill by 17. Ooh. <laughs> they beat Spring Valley the other day. Beat the pants off them 44 to 7. <clears throat> for, uh, Rock Hill by 17. Yeah. I, I got to pick. I gotta, I, I'm picking with my heart again, so. Not that anybody that's listening in this Gaston County area really cares, but I'm just throwing some. Uh, I'm starting, your pick. Throwing something down there from south of the border. Yeah, I'm yeah. starting to get familiar with the 160 corridor and yeah, Pleasant man. Road and all that. Waff- yeah. I-, I was gonna pick Wofford, but they're playing Indian Land tonight. They might score 100 on them, so I was. I wasn't. I'm not gonna pick and, that. And one. Indian Land is not having a bad year. <laughs> yeah, they ain't seen nothing. They like, ain't seen no, nothing like Northwest. They, they got they got the South version of the crest coming their way. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Okay. All right. <clears throat> we ready? Got it. Got a few minutes. Um, do I need to pull up line five? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We got to get that thing ready. All right. Coach, so, come, he's ready for the hoedown. So, who's going first? Uh, I can go first. You sure? Yeah, I'll go first. You're the guest. I'll let you close this thing out. All right. So, what do we got left? King, Kings Mountain, Kings Mountain, Mountain South Point, Point game? I mean, isn't that what you did your hoedown about? Have you uh, <laughs> hoedown? <laughs> Pick her up. <laughs> You got you, you gonna give your pick. <laughs> you gonna give your pick, Brian. <laughs> you got yours ready, Brian. I, I got mine ready. I'm trying to find the music. I can't find it here. Oh, Corky. Sorry, I had. He had it. one job. I got had, one job. I, I had it. He was too busy working on lyrics. Right. I I got it. I got it's it's not pulling up for some reason. Well, have you have you got your Bluetooth set up? Yes, it's not pulling up. Sending me somewhere else. Let's see. Let's see if this does it. It's not. Pull- yeah, I've, got, I've, I've got I've got line five pulled up. Well, I mean, this is a disaster. Sorry, I'm working on it. I'm trying. We can't use it any other time. We got to use it today. Well, I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to tell you. Play it on your phone and put it on the microphone. Tra- that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do. See if this is it. All right. Well, there, yep. there, there, there it is. There it is. You ready, okay. G? Oh, 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 it's my first. You oh, said oh, you're oh, on first. Oh, I, I messed you, up. You, I messed you can up. Rewind it. Sorry. I messed up for like the last 60 seconds. All right. All right. Got distracted. You ready? Yeah. All right. You going to clap with me? Turn that thing up. Turn it up. Here we go. Coach G came in the studio and he was looking fine. He's sexy and his body's nice, just not as nice as mine. I really like Coach Heron, but I have to believe that's why the winner of the game tonight is South Point with no E. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready, G? I missed my cue. Sorry. No, it's no, that, that's it's okay. We can, we'll rewind it. South Point with no E. You like that? Yeah, I like, that was great. Yeah. That was right. great. You getting ready. Let's Here get ready we go. Come in. Yeah, right. coming in. Ready? Wait. Three, two. Do it, Clown. G. Finally back in the studio. I'm so glad I came. Without me on this show, Corky and Brian are lame. <laughs> Big game at South Point tonight. Crowds will come from all around. Even though it's Kings Mountain tonight, the Mountaineers are going down. <laughs> oh, that was about brutal. That was awful. I, was, I started laughing. That was a lot of syllables that were. <laughs> he said. It sounded better in my head when I was writing it. No, it was really good. Yeah. Kind of got off on the music. Coming, coming from the auctioneer. Yeah. I'll do better. Hey, next time. Be a fine, be a fine, be a quarter. 
I'll do better <laughs> next time. Okay. That's good, G. Glad to have you back. Yep. Again, this is where we're going to have some separation. Now, the, the scores again. Give me your scores again. Not that this has anything to do with the pickums or the or the panel or anything. I'm, for tonight's I'm, game? For tonight's game. 21-17, South Point. 27-21, South Point. Okay. What do you think, Brian? I know we're not having a three-way tie here because he's not going South Point. I know he's not. No, I'm not. That's all right. Makes it fun that way. Yeah. All right, look. If we all pick the same, it's not fun. Here – I look, if there was – the more points that are scored in this ball game, I think it benefits South Point. Uh-huh. It's the exact opposite of Crest from last week. I really do. I think Kings Mountain would have no problem living in a world kind of like what you're talking about, a 27 to 17 world. I think they would be completely fine with that. I don't know that South Point can really live in that sort of reality tonight. I think they've got to push the envelope. So if they get off to a fast start offensively, similar to what they did against Crest, I think the narrative changes completely. The problem is, is if if they're forced into passing situations, is South Point really going to want to throw the football? I say no. So when you talk about six passing attempts – Let's say they get over that number. If they get over that number, it's not from a position of strength. It's not because it's planned. It's not because it's scheduled. It's because they're in a more desperate situation. Because the Crest Club that doesn't necessarily have to rely on getting a stop, Kings Mountain can go and get that stop. I've got Kings Mountain winning 28-23. Kings Mountain averaging 30 point, 38 points a game. Ooh. South Point, 35. Oh, we might be all wrong on the scores. Then. Maybe. Hey, you know what Coach says? That's why you That's play, why them, you all play Friday them Friday night. nights. That's right. You don't play it on paper. <laughs> yeah. But, but, Y'all can pick all that you can do. It. Yeah. yeah. But I don't I – don't, look, we're, we're, I don't think we're going to see 65 points in this ballgame. No. Because I don't think either offense is designed to do that type of thing. I think the reason – that Kings Mountain has rolled up those sorts of averages is because they've been playing against some teams that they've been able to build some numbers against. I mean, I, look, 41 points against this South Point team, I, I don't know that that's going to happen. That's what they got against us, okay? 42 points against North Gaston, I don't think that's going to happen tonight because I think South Point's going to be better than North Gaston. South Point's going to be better the North Gaston as it relates to their ability to hold on to the football. I'm sure that in that Kings Mountain game, that North Gaston defense was absolutely gassed. So even though North Gaston is a slightly underrated team, as far as defense is gone, they couldn't hold on to the football long enough for it to matter, which is why Kings Mountain rolled 42 to nothing. Brian, I, 28-23. Brian, we could have 10 dudes sitting around here picking this game, right? 10 different scores, 10 different projections. Ten different outcomes, and that's why they play. That's why it's 7.30, Lineberger Stadium tonight. It's the game of, it's the game of the week, is it not? Let's get it on! <laughs> and we'll be talking about it on Monday. And I'll be talking about it tonight on 101.1 FM. What's the rest of it? And AM 1450, <laughs> WGNC yeah, Gastonia, Charlotte. WGNCRadio.com for those of you that stream it. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll catch you on Monday. Until then... God bless. We'll see you on the Rush Hour Morning Show. See that thing, G. Jambalaya. <laughs>
We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.